Hello, I'm Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it is always an honor and a privilege to be able to hold kingdom conversations and to touch and agree in prayer with you. You know how we do it every week. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, don't allow anyone to take you out of your praise. Don't allow anything stop you from giving God the praise because you know what they say. When the praises go up, blessings come down. Put yourself in a position for breakthroughs. Put yourself in a position for signs and wonders and miracles to be performed by you activating your praise, activating your praise. Amen. Listen, saints of God, I am so excited about what the Lord is doing and I pray that you are as well. Today, I want to talk to you briefly about walking in love, walking in love. You listen, now we're living in some very trying and questionable days and people are turning against each other. We know that it is a setup and a strategy of the enemy to divide and conquer. However, for some strange reason, we fall into prey of what the enemy is trying to entice and to seduce us with by putting us all in these different groups and sects and categories and saying one person is saying or believing one way and then other people are believing a different way and it's just causing all types of division. This is how he gained power. But today I want to help us as believers on how we can pull back our power that we have given to Satan by walking in love. Listen, let me tell you something. When we learn as believers, how to fully walk in the love of God. Listen, there will, we will be invincible. We will be not so easily taken off our course because we're walking in the love of God. And the love of God is a form of weapon of warfare. You know, you hear people saying, well, praise and prayers, weapons of warfare. But let me tell you, our character has to be built as well. You know, when you're in war, when you're at war, spiritual war, it is going to be important for us to make have the right attitude, the right mindset, and to also have our godly character established in us. And one of the characteristics of our God that we profess that we're serving and that we confess that we love is a God of love. The Bible even says that God is love. And he even gave a sacrifice for us because of his agape love for us. And if we're going to follow him, it's going to mean that we need to learn how to operate in love, how to walk in love. And so I want to encourage you today, how as a believer, ask yourself, am I walking 100% in love? Do I have the agape love, the Greek word love, in the Greek, that's where we get the word called agape. That means it's an unconditional love. It is an unlimited love. It demonstrates uh, the love through Christ Jesus that he, what he did on carry for us is the same thing we need to be willing to do for our brothers and sisters. Now, let me just caution you here. and Let me just clear up something. When I say your brothers and sisters or my brothers and sisters, I'm talking about even people that are not saved. And, and I don't want you to get all up 
upset and say, oh, they're not my brothers and sisters. They're not kingdom citizens. Listen, we don't know who's going to give their life to the Lord. And so what we need to do is look at them at, from a humanity side and still have a pity upon them, have compassion upon them and want to see them saved, want to see them serving God, the God that we follow through Jesus Christ, who is love. And so when I say that, when we have a unlimited boundaries in terms of love, I don't want us to get this, uh, this type of love, this agape love confused with the, the love that is called philea. That is where we have the affectionate love from a spouse, a man and a woman should have for each other as they are in a holy matrimony, you know, the affections or, you know, the attractions that you will have from, for the opposite sex, even while you're dating and you're making the decision that you're going to, to have, uh, go get married. That is a totally different love than what we're talking about in the agape love. And I do believe that sometimes people get confused and it is the enemy's again, strategy to cause us to stay confused in that in that state so he can bring in perversion he can bring in everything that lust and he can bring in all these other things and identify them as love and what the world considers to be love but in essence it's not the agape love now we were talking about the love and how to walk in the love of God and the, the how the walk in love as I've been talking about I want to reference Romans 5 and 8 and it say but God shows his love for us that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. This type of love that I'm talking about is not a feeling or emotional things. Lust is driven by emotions. Mm -hmm. Lust in, is driven by emotions and feelings. Likewise, the filial love is driven by emotions and feelings. But the agape love is driven by an action. It is a it is a uh, thought. It is a decision. It is a will that we choose to have agape love for one another. And see, let me tell you something about the agape love is that you can love people that don't love you. That doesn't mean that you have to be in a presence, but you do have an agape love for them because see, just check this out. There's so many people that don't serve Jesus Christ, but yet Christ still loved them and died for them. That is the type of love that he is challenging us and, and, and commanded us in his word to have for one another. The reason for that, saints of God, is because we are ambassadors and we are representatives of the kingdom of God. And if we're going to win souls, we're going to have to be able to have the agape love, unconditional love for mankind, period, man. Mankind, period. You're going to have to be willing to go into places that are not comfortable and not even common to you. You know, I remember when I was doing missionary work and I was traveling to different countries and, and you know, we had to do some training in terms of understanding different cultures and backgrounds. And one of the things that we were trained on is that when the most countries, third world nations are very hospitable people, the hospitable people, they are people who will open their house up to you. They welcome you with open arms. They want to cook for you. They want you to taste their type of food. And one of the things that, that we can do as Americans and even as Christians is to 
sneer up at them and despise their cooking or despise their tradition and despise their culture. You know, that is really a, a, a borderline to hatred. And it's very, very close to prejudice. And in fact, it is a form of prejudice. And prejudice means that you're prejudging someone based on something that you don't know about them. And so... <coughs> One of the things I always tell people when I'm training them to go out and do a missionary work is you got to you got to make sure that you do sit down at the table with the people and you need to eat with them. You don't have to eat everything, but you need to make sure like appear like you're eating their food and that you're enjoying their food because that's how you build relationships. Building relationships is how we advance God's kingdom. That is how we can also operate in love, building relationships. If you're a person that cannot keep friends and family members around and something is wrong with your love language and something is not right there because Jesus had masses of people that were following him and they were not following him. And he was not trying to compel them to get a bigger ministry or to get more folks in the church. He was all about the kingdom, getting people saved because his heart and desire was that no man would perish, but that all people would come to repentance. See, the mindset as a believer we have to have is that I don't want you to die in your sins. I want you to come to repentance. But there is a posture and a position and an attitude that we must take all saints of God in order to compel them into the kingdom of God. We cannot say we love people in front of our pastors and leaders and then go out into the marketplace and act just hellacious. We cannot do that because you are on that job on the assignment. The money and all the benefits are just amenities to God's blessings. But God has placed you out there to be a light in a dark place and to be a salt of the earth. And when we forget that and get caught up in doing things in our flesh and just doing things for money means and doing things just, you know, because I need to get up and get a job and pay my bills, then we miss the whole agenda. We miss it and we abort it. And that's not God's will. Fourth, and so we're talking about walking in love, we're talking about being. Uh, forgiving and you know being a person of benevolence been doing outreach in other words you can do outreach in your in reach you can reach out to people and bless them and you don't have to necessarily go out at under a bridge and hand out sandwiches now if God has called you to do that and he's given you the grace and you have a passion to do that I bless you do it because we do it in our ministry as well but benevolence and outreach goes way beyond just you going out handing sandwiches Sandwiches and sex and having a microphone and hollering repent to people. Outreach means that you are reaching out for it to build a relationship and you want to extend Christ to them. One of the things I caution believers on in terms of when you're trying to evangelize people is don't try to pound Christ over their head. You build a relationship with them and then let them see the agape love operating through you and then they will be compelled to this you think i'm telling the story this is what the book it says in the book in act, the book of acts through love and kindness 
kindness have I drawn you unto me. And if love and kindness drew us to Christ, it's the same love and kindness that would draw people to us. And then we draw them to Christ. You see, you see the, the, pat, the pattern in behind it. So walking in love means that you have to be a person that does not allow things to set and harbor in your heart or your spirit. And you got to be willing to release people who will offend you and reject you. Jesus Christ was rejected by all people. He was rejected even by his own kinfolk. Some of them didn't even realize and acknowledge that he was the Messiah until he had actually been crucified. Now, if Jesus still loved them, and Jesus still was about the father's business and his own love was even some of his disciples would question him as the Messiah. How much more do you think people are going to treat us in an awkward position? We have to ask the Holy Spirit to heal us and to deliver us that we can take on thick skin and still love God's people. I'm going to get ready to pray out, but I want to leave us with this and I'm going to come back on next week and continue our conversation on walking in love. I think because we're in this season that we ended with the pandemic and so many crises, world crises going on, we need to exemplify the love of God. First John 4:19 says we love him because he first loved us. That is right there. The reason why we love because God saw that we needed a savior. He saw that we were like sheep scattered without a shepherd and he gave his son as a sacrificial lamb for us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son see you got to be willing to give up what you want for someone else that is my brothers and sisters walking in love eternal father I thank you right now for your sons and daughters help us to walk in love help us not to Lord God hold back Lord God on the things that you have graced us with to share with others. Lord God, help us to be quick, Lord God, to forgive. Let us not hold malice and, 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 and unforgiveness in our spirit, but let us, Heavenly Father, exemplify the love of Christ and, and to, through, for him and also for others. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. Until next week, wage this war. Because you are a winner. God bless.